What's up, y'all? Kyle Lambert, just a dad from Akron. You're now tuned in to the Sunday Morning Smoke Session on 4th and 20 Football Radio. talk about this uh you know this interview you know, <laughs> though, man like bro hey <laughs> hey yo hey, i was not expecting the deck though that's crazy yeah man because like look hey speaking of uh you know the you know the nfc and stuff though man i you know look the cowboys i they're they're one of the first teams i actually want to talk about though man with their you know with their season that i would say man the, the regular season champs 12 and 5 yeah yeah, they were amazing. They broke him and uh, CD Lamb broke records. So like, it, it's one of those things that you know, it, it's it, it, they're forever you know cemented in Cowboys history. But it's also one of those things that what the fuck does that truly mean? Yeah, as you just said, regular season champs, playoff chumps. It's one of those things that they just they have the pieces. They have the segments, but they can't align. And it's really weird to see. I was even I remember watching the game and yeah, Dak and CD, they wouldn't even look at each other eye to eye. It's it was weird to see. It was just really the defense was trying to do their thing, but they couldn't fully. The offense was semi-clicking, but just not with CD. It was just Yeah. Yeah, they're they're Jerry Jones, I know, is really angry. And he's gonna remain angry for a while. Every Cowboys fan is gonna every year. You know what? This is our year. And every year, you know what's gonna happen? Trash. The exact same thing. Yo, the Cowboys, man. I, I don't know, man. Like, don't get me wrong. They 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 have some really good pieces. You know what I'm saying? Offensively and defensively, they have some really that's some really good pieces. Mike McCarthy, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's a good coach. Why can they not get past anywhere in the fucking playoffs? That is my that is my one, number one fucking question. Why can they not get past either the, the 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 wild card, the divisional? When it comes to the fucking playoffs, man, like you know, I'm not seeing Dak Prescott go go further. Then he, I haven't even seen him in the champ. I haven't even seen them in the championship. No, it's literally either as you said the wild card, uh, the first or the second game. It's never a. It, it's it's wild. Yeah, it's just it's crazy how much Dak and them choke. It's just it's really weird to see. At first we thought it was the coach. So they moved on from the coach. Now it's the same shit still going on. Yeah. Whether it be Mike McCarthy, hell, I, you know, honestly, Jerry Jones should have just grabbed Bill Belichick when he had the chance to. You know, I mean, it's just one of those things, man. Like, you know, Dak Prescott, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, in that offense, they, you know, they could put up numbers in the regular season. No, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes down to the fucking playoffs, man, it's just like, bro. It's like they choked, man. 
you know, it, it's just every single year. Like, you know, they can never get over the 49ers. You know what I'm saying? They can really ne never get over certain teams that you wouldn't even think, like, you know, Dallas would actually have, a, you know, a good chance against them. And they somehow magically end up fucking, like, losing against them. Let's talk about the, you know what I'm saying, the Cardinals, what was it, week three or week four? Like, come on, they were on they were on a nice streak, CeeDee Lamb was looking good, fucking Tony Pollard was looking good, you know what I'm saying, like, Dak was, you know, putting up fucking nice numbers and stuff, though, then all of a sudden, they just they, fall off you know, they, they lose to the fucking Cardinals, who not only have Josh Dobbs, who was filling in for Kyler Murray, you know what I'm saying, and a suspect, a suspect, trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the you know, the Cardinals will, you know, we're gonna uncap them for a hot second and stuff though, you know, later on. But for the Cowboys to, you know what I'm saying, lose against teams like that, you know, and struggle against certain teams that are over 500, you know, especially this year, it's like, all right, they need to step up their, I would say their their game plan and their competition. You know what I'm saying? Because they are one of those teams where it's just like, okay, yeah, regular season, y'all look great. You know what I'm saying? Like, but playoffs, uh-uh, no, no. They always got, they were just, just choking, man. Their yeah. offense wasn't clicking. Every year? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, Dallas, uh, yeah, I really, I really hope that y'all really, really do get it together. It's crazy how on cue it always is. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of uh, another team that, you know, is, uh, you know, I would say kind of fell off the fucking bandwagon, though, too, in the AFC, uh, NFC, NFC East, though, too. One of our other one teams, the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, it's, it's a disgrace, man. Now, in their last six games of the season, they went one and five. Now, we got to unpack something with, we got to unpack something with them, though. You know, I really feel as though the Eagles, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, them finishing what was it 11 and 6 yep you know for them to finish 11 and 6 okay that's good but they had so much room and potential to even go higher but i really feel as though teams really started getting you know catching on to their gameplay and they started getting exposed I feel like also their defense was kind of falling off the yeah, wagon. Yeah, their defense was kind of falling off the like wagon. But the, rush, especially. But, the, but the offense was low-key kind of getting exposed, though. Like, the tush-push, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, don't get me wrong. It's a really good play. We've seen this for the past two seasons. You know what I'm saying? This is, you know, it's an inverted quarterback sneak. You know what I'm saying? Rugby, you know, pretty much a rugby-style quarterback sneak. But it pushed Jason Kelsey... Actually you know what I'm saying? He was really one of their front runners of, you know what I'm saying, of that push push. You know, so now the Eagles, you know, now they're looking into a new season of having to find a new center. You know what I'm saying? Because Jason Kelsey was one of their top, he was one of the top centers in the fucking league, and one of the, one of the longest tenures, uh, you know, uh, you know, centers in the league. So the Eagles. They have to, you know, I, I don't know what Roger Goodell and, you know what I'm saying, the front office is going to do as far as, uh, you know, wanting to possibly ban that play because there, you know, there's been screams about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and certain teams, you know what I'm saying, even players are like, look, I'm, I'm tired of y'all doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, it's so easy. It's like, you know, you know they're going to go for it on fourth now. You know that, you know what I'm saying, when it's like maybe third inches or whatever, though, man, they line, as soon as they line up like that, man, Jalen Hurst is just definitely going to go to the fucking left. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, if there's a gap, he might go to the right. But they have ran other plays out of it, too, though. True. 
You know what I'm saying? That That is true. But it's just one of those things where, you know, a lot of teams are kind of like, you know what I'm saying, starting to, you know, they're starting to copy that style. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know, and it's kind of like... Trying to at least, yeah. You know, and it's just like, you know, Philly, I would say overall, is one of those innovative teams that have created some really good plays. Philly, you know, Philly special. You see what I'm saying? That originated in Philly. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The fucking, uh, the tush push. You know what I'm saying? These are two, these are two famous plays that teams have picked up on and they started to utilize in their play system. You know, so <laughs> I would say Philly honestly has been a trendsetter, you know what I'm saying, with uh, offensive plays. Yeah. You know, but this year, you know what I'm saying, this year though, for them falling, you know what I'm saying, one and six, you know I mean, you know, pretty much like what, two, two of, uh, what was it, two of their last four, you know what I'm saying, or one of their last six, them falling like that, then get to the playoffs and, you know, getting whooped on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that was that was bad. And they just gave Jalen Hurts a nice contract. You know what I'm saying? What was it? Two, you know, $250 million? You know what I'm saying? Five-year, $250 million deal? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, he was one of our, you know, blunder, you know, was one of our blunder quarterbacks. Nobody voted, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it was still one of those things where now the Eagles are kind of starting to get, you know, they're falling apart. They're starting to get exposed, though. You know what I'm saying? So Nick Cerini is going to have to go back to the board because, you know, not only has he lost, you know what I'm saying, certain, you know, certain key players, oh, well, certain key pieces of the uh, of the staff that have pushed him on that Super Bowl run. You know what I'm saying? A, Jim Schwartz. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, him, you know, uh, and their offensive coordinator. You know what I'm saying? Moving on to Arizona. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Eagles are definitely going to have to, you know, they're going to have to figure something out in the offseason, though. But moving on into another team, though, that needs to figure something out. <laughs> the Giants. Now, oh, my God, man. They went, what, 5-2? and two? <laughs> I mean, the Giants, you know what I'm saying? The Giants, on the other hand, though, too, like, Daniel Jones, for him to go down with that injury, like, you know, he, he went down with an injury and stuff, though, but they paid him a nice fucking bag, you know what I'm saying, right before the season was a uh, three, uh, four-year, $40 million deal, or a $50 million deal, or something. No, it was a $100 million deal. Yeah, he, I mean, because they, they're trying to pick quarterbacks, you know, they yeah. got to make it look nice. Yeah. They hold Barkley to, yeah, go ahead and pay yeah, Daniel they, real quick. Yeah, they ended up cutting him. You what? Put him on a, you know, put him on a franchise tag for the season. He wasn't trying to, you know, he wasn't trying to have it, you know. So they ended up compensating him with the franchise tag. Then next thing you know, they ended up cutting him right at the seat, you know, right at the end of the season. So the Giants, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, like I said, then Daniel Jones he goes down. Tyrod Taylor fills in. They win him, down. you know. They win it. He wins a couple games. Then he goes down, and comes Daddy DeVito. You know, the third string quarterback, you know what I'm saying, from New York, you know, he was from, uh, what was it, uh, somewhere in New York and stuff, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, like, you know, putting off for his hometown and stuff, though, he's straight, he's straight down. Mamma mia. Yeah, living with my mom, papa. Mamma mia. And he was looking fucking phenomenal. You know what I'm saying, like, you know. games, yeah. Yeah, you know, shit, he, well, he, he, what did he go, like, 3-1 three, three as a starter? I think so, yeah. If yeah. Not, yeah, and then he. And they started, yeah, trying to go back to Tyrod because of a couple of little, uh, mishaps and stuff, yeah. You know, so, I mean, Brian Dable, for him winning coach of the year last year, though, then this year, you know what I'm saying, he fell off. 
you know, that's, you know, that's kind of like, damn, you know, paid Daniel, Daniel Jones a nice bag, didn't give, you know, kind of shaded Saquon Barkley, who's, you know, been with the team for a while, but suffered with injuries, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, throughout the, what, three seasons that they drafted, you know, they drafted him back, what, 2019? Yeah. So, it, it's just like... Remember, they even paid Darren Waller yeah. to come over there. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it's one of those things that, yeah, everybody but Barkley was getting paid pretty much. And, yeah. well, yeah, and you see, yeah, the, the coach and there's a couple other people, but, yeah, they just care about certain people, it seemed like. But, yeah, I'm, I feel like uh, Waller, honestly, because I remember even he got injured. Yeah. But yeah. He, he performed, but, like, I feel like he definitely semi-underperformed for the money they gave him and for what he was kind of expected to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like another team that I would say, like, is back to the drawing board. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, they went 4 13. 4 13. Sam Powell, I can I say this? Most Sam Powell had his quarterback it, in the league. He had his best and his worst year at the same time. He did, too. He did uh, have the most pass attempts, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he was a passing leader. You know what I'm saying? With the, you know, this, uh, this season, though, too. So it's like one of those things where. He had a new offensive coordinator. They had a new offensive coordinator, you know, with Eric uh, Bellinamy. You know, plays were working. There were some games, you know, there were games that they were, you know, they were really in it. They, you know, especially against, uh, you know, Philly. What was it, week what was it, week five against Philly, though? You know, that game ended up in overtime. I know, Philly won by three, I think. Yeah, you know, and it's just one of those things where, you know, the Washington Commanders, they lost a lot of close games just due to the fact of, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, defense, because they, you know, they were, they, yeah, they were not End up trading, uh, you know, Montez Sweat and, uh, you know, Chase, uh, Chase Young, you know, for, you know, for some draft picks. And Washington Commanders defense, they just fell the fuck off. You know, they were, they were actually really fucking nice, though. They were a nice unit, but then they just fell off. So, it's just one of those things where, you know, Ron Riviera gets fired. They're rebuilding. The Josh Schneider group, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they want to try to bring a title back to Washington and stuff, though, sometime soon. But they, you know, they're in a, they're just a rebuilding franchise, more or less, though. They got to rebuild their whole stadium. Yeah. You know, so it's just one of those things where, you know, the commanders have a lot of, lot of work to cut out. They got a lot of work cut out for themselves, though, you know, coming into, you know, just offseason. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and... Pretty much seasons, you know, seasons beyond though, because you know they got their draft. Are they going to draft another quarterback? You know what I'm saying? Are they, you know, going to? What are they, you know, what are they going to do? They going to stick with Sam, uh, Sam Powell? Are they going to, you know, try to get Jacoby Brissett a try? What are they going to do? Because, I mean, four, you know, four thirteen is a not good fucking. You know, but uh, you know, let's talk about this uh NFC North for a now. Detroit fucking Lions. So close, man. You know what I'm saying? So the Detroit close. Lions. I mean, hats off to them and Dan Campbell. You know what I'm saying? For you know, for their season that they did, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they came as a surprise team. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much up and coming, though. Because the past three years that Dan Campbell has, uh, you know, ran the team and stuff, though, they have slowly but surely have gotten it together. Yeah, you know, man. Like... I remember when we were talking. I remember we were talking on our training camp set, you know, our training camp session. Uh, you know, the Lions were favored for you know winning the NFC North. I said that from the get go. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, they end up winning the NFC North. And looking at looking at the whole spectrum, 
they have, you know, they have stepped up phenomenally from what was it, three thirteen to one Trash. back in twenty, what was it, twenty twenty, twenty twenty one, when Dan Campbell stepped in. Mm-hmm. Then they went nine and eight last year. Mm-hmm. Then this year, twelve and five. I mean, they have really, they have really gone up. And since that Matt Goff and Jared Goff, um, yeah, the Matt, um, Matt Stafford and Jared Goff trade, since that went down, the Lions, both teams have really actually. I would say it worked out for both. They, of them. Yeah, they flourished honestly. Both of them have been this. That was actually a lot better of a trade than I thought it technically was. Scheme for each quarterback. For, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. I mean, shit. You now Matt, Matt can play anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt's one of those. Yeah, he just he he luckily got his championship. But the Lions are trying. The Lions are definitely yeah. fucking trying. He just and wasn't he, trying to be patient with them anymore. Yeah, they'll you know they'll fall short to the 49ers, 31-34, uh, 34-31 and stuff man. though. Like I mean. Dan Campbell and, you know, that offense, I would say, honestly, like, they went for it at the wrong time. They imploded in the second half. They went for it in the end. They went for it at the wrong time, though, because they were they were the mo- they were one of the most teams that, you know, went for it on fourth down conversions. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They led the league in fourth down conversions, though. So, you know, it was just one of those times where it just – that gamble did not pay off, though. You know, especially when it came down to critical situations where they, A, should have kicked the field off, or B, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, possibly just punted it, or, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, at least try to go for another play. So, it's just, I don't know. Like, the Lions, they're going to have another shot. Even though Dan Campbell doesn't feel as though, they're going to have another shot. Because... Let's talk about, you know what I'm saying, the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> also, they, you know, put some, uh, you know, put some ripples in actually, the effect, Actually, they really came to me as the ultimate surprise because by week six or seven, they were like two or four, two or five. Mm-hmm. That, and they just came out of nowhere. I mean, it, it's just... You know, Jordan Love, I give him more credit than what, you know, what's deserved, though, because... He came out of nowhere, man. Like, he was snapping. He was doing his fucking thing. Like, yeah, I gotta he came give out him of nowhere. Credit, though, for real. Because, <laughs> I mean, for all of that time for him sitting under Aaron Rodgers, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he sat under Aaron Rodgers for three years, you know? So, it's expected for him to... I mean, for real, you better have learned something, because now you are the QB1. You are the one that's leading this team now. So... In the offseason, you know what I'm saying? They, you know, they signed him to a nice little contract. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, pretty much a rookie contract and stuff, though, for him to play for a couple years. They finished it, you know, what was it eight and eight? Nine and eight. Nine and eight. Okay. They, you know, they get to the playoffs and they get what? They get two dubs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the playoffs. Okay. They they're looking pretty fucking impressive. You know, next year. You know, they definitely need to address their defense. You know what I'm saying? Like Their you know, defense actually stepped up in some key moments. Though. Yeah. Like, they even shut down, you know, the Cowboys mm-hmm. in the first game of the playoffs. So, you know. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, the apple doesn't fall too far off from the tree. Because he took on, you know what I'm saying, how he took on the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? That's something what Aaron Rodgers would do. You know what I'm saying? Disseminate the Cowboys in the playoffs. Then when he gets to the fucking 49ers, you end up losing to them. What they lost because to a they lost a close game. They missed field goal to the left. They, oh. they lost to a yeah, exactly. It was so close. Exactly. So it's just one of those things where you know, like he he's really taking in Aaron Rodgers' footsteps. So for him to finish nine and eight, he did let's pretty say well. Next, you know what I'm saying? Let's say next year. You know what I'm saying? They do. You know what I'm saying? Like eleven and six. 
You know he what I'm saying? Went up over four thousand yards, man. Yeah, I mean, he was looking, he was looking good. Like, would you say the Packers are pretty much one of the better teams when it comes to developing a quarterback fund? I would say so. Yes. Only for you know because of their you know because of their tenure of you know of successful quarterbacks that they've had you know what I'm saying over the years though between you know Aaron what I'm saying Rogers, Bar- you know Bar- you know start with Bart Starr mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying then we got you know what I'm saying like you know fucking Aaron, uh, Brett Favre Brett Favre yeah. you know what I'm saying Aaron Rodgers and now we got Jordan Love mm-hmm. you know so. It's going to be one of those things. We're going to see Jordan Love, you know what I'm saying, progress over the years. You yes. know, um, we're going to see him like, you know, let's say by by his third year, hopefully by, maybe by his third year or stuff, though, he might end up winning the championship. You know what I'm saying? Because since he's knocked on the doors this close, you know what I'm saying, as being a QB1 for the first time, knocking on the doors with that, I mean, it's... It's and he almost happy. beat in the Super Bowl contender. You know what I'm saying? It's in the Super Bowl now. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. It's uh yeah we yeah we definitely want to see what the Packers do uh you know in, in this offseason though especially in the draft. Let's take a second to talk about these Minnesota Vikings. Now, I mean, <laughs> I mean Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins. Um, how can I say this, man? Like. There are certain teams that there are certain things that was holding that team back. Injuries, man. Oh. Number one, you know what I'm saying? With Kirk Cousins going down and stuff, though, like you know, I mean, it, that really hurt the team. You know what I'm saying? Because last year they won the NFC North. You know, if that if if he won if he wouldn't have went down, the Vikings probably would have you know went on a, a, a better streak. With you know what they did have though too. And if just uh, Justin Jefferson also didn't go down no two, you know what I'm saying? Because he was injured for you know a couple weeks because of injury. Yeah. So it, it, you know it's one of those things where you know the those pieces, you know what I'm saying? That really run that offense. That's what kind of you know what I'm saying? It really fucked everything up. It just kind of fell off the wagon. So now you got you know what I'm saying? They end up grabbing Josh Dobbs through the trade. You know what I'm saying with, the, with Arizona. Like he just came out of nowhere for no, the first couple I mean, games. First couple games, exactly. First couple games, Josh Dobbs was actually looking really fucking good. You know, from you know what I'm saying, the Cardinals. You know what I'm saying? He went on went on that stretch with the Cardinals, even though they lost, they lost a lot of you know close games. Some of them they just got blew out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But for him to, you know, pretty much um keep it in the game. And them being close, he was actually he was actually doing pretty good. And he's got a couple dubs with uh, you know, with Minnesota though too. You know. So I don't know. Like, my I'll say hats off to Josh Dobbs, so cause he he's you know, he really did show up for work today. That you know, that day and shit though. But the Vikings, mm, the defense still, you know, still kind of suspect. Trash. Still definitely suspect, I would I would say Maybe rather. Because so, yeah. they went like, what, 0-4 or 0-5 before they got their first win? Right. And them, and for them to actually be involved in the lowest scoring game of the whole entire year, you know, of the whole entire year, if not, I would say pretty much in NFL history and stuff, though. Three to nothing with the Raiders? Nobody scored oh, in fucking three, qu- four quarters. Trash. Four, 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 four quarters. That, it, that yeah, is bad. Sure it should have been like six, but they they missed another field goal, I'm pretty sure, didn't they? Exactly. Oh, yeah. So it was just, yeah. Exactly. Just... Three, three to nothing. Like, 
How do you win a game only by kicking one field goal? Hey, you could, someone could win by a safety. You never know. <laughs> and how that happened? Well, how that happened was bad quarterback play, bad defense. You know, bad, bad special team. That whole game was like was it, rip, it, was, it was really ripping your eyes out. <laughs> you know, and the Raiders uh, was it? The Raiders were at home, right? Yeah. You know, it was like what the fuck. Yeah, three to nothing. I don't, I don't get that, man. I still do not fucking get that to this day. But you know, that's it happened. Yeah, it's, it happened. It's NFL history and stuff, though. You know. But uh, speaking of uh, you know, some more NFL history and stuff, though. Let's uh get into uh, you know, the NFC West for a hot second. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you know, the 49ers. You know, 49ers, they're 12 back. 12 and 5. Yeah, they're back. They're back in the Super Bowl and stuff, though. Kyle Shanahan, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, another, you know, another playoff, successful playoff run, if not Super Bowl run and stuff, though, for the 49ers. Christian McCaffrey, man, I'm just going to say this, though. Christian McCaffrey, since that trade, though, man, the 49ers have 100% stepped it up. Surprise, motherfucker. It's, you know, that was one of the. That, I would say well, that's one of the best trades that 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 really have happened though, for real. Okay, but admittedly, so you're gonna tell me Raheem Mostert didn't do his job last year with him? No, he did. He definitely did do his job. You know what I'm saying? See, I I understand what you're saying though, because McCaffrey's his own breed. So I I see what you mean. Yeah. I just say that in a sense of all they really need a good running back. They could shit. They could have had Barkley back there. They could have had fucking. If they had Jacobs back there, if they honestly just any good running back, phenomenal. That line, that whole team, the 49ers, they're a cheat code team. Dude, that's nothing but pancakes on they, that team. Dude. Right? Like, they have phenomenal they people <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. And, like, you know, it, it's just one of those things where, you know, both, yeah, back to, you know, back to Christian McCaffrey, though, Raheem Mostert, though, because, you know, Raheem, Raheem Mostert, he was, you know, touchdown leader of this, you know, this season, though, too. Yep. You know, both of them, you know, both of them, honestly, like, for them to, you know, uh, go go to different teams and still do the, you know, still put up the, uh, the production, still says something about the running back group, you know, so... I still put, you know, Raheem Mostert as, uh, you know, as the top running back in the league, though, too, alongside with Christian McCaffrey. But this year, you know what I'm saying, Christian McCaffrey has, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, for the 49ers, though, he's put up, you know what I'm saying, the, the numbers and the touchdowns, you know, necessary when, you know what I'm saying, when it, come, when it comes down to the critical situations, when Debo Samuel's locked up, Brock Purdy is, you know... He's he's actually done pretty he's actually done really well though for his second year. You know, Mr. Quote unquote Mr. Irrelevant. You know what I'm saying? Cause last year, you know what I'm saying, in the NFC championship, you know, he went down with that injury. That was very unfortunate though. You know, they got they got squashed by the Eagles 31 to 7. You know, this year they got their lick back. They won 42 to 19. They went, you know, now they're back in the Super Bowl. The Eagles you know, fell off and everything, you know. So they're back in the Super Bowl. So the 49ers have always been a dominant team, especially in the NFC West, though. But the only other team I would say that, that can give them a run for their money would be the Los Angeles <laughs> Now, let's talk about the Los Angeles Rams for a hot second, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they're making a solid push. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they were kind of suspect, you know what I'm saying, about week five, though. You know, 
Yeah, they went on a run though, man. But they they definitely were there. They definitely went on a run. You know, um, the Rams. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they were really truly finding them. They got their stride by like you know week five, week six, and stuff though. And Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup. They were definitely doing a fucking phenomenal job. Even Kyron Williams, though, too. Mm-hmm. Kyron he Williams came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere, though. You know, after them trading uh, Cam Akers to the Vikings, uh, you know, Kyron Williams has definitely fucking stepped it up, though, too. Especially this season. Last season, you know what I'm saying? We seen him, you know, we seen him work and stuff, though. But this season, though, for real, oh my God. Mm-hmm. He just came out of nowhere. Went the fuck off. You know, but the Rams, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they're making a little postseason run of losing to Detroit. By a point. Only 24, by a point. 23, man. You know, it's just one of those things where Detroit definitely never had nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the trade that did happen and stuff, though, it was like one of those, like, I don't know, man. It was kind of like one of those games where Matt, you know, Matt Stafford going back to Detroit to play, you know, play that game. In the you know in the uh, in the postseason at that against Jared Goff against both both of the both of those quarterbacks being former teams they had to, you know it's kind of like one of those things where it's just like you know let's make a decision do the Rams actually want to make a make another Super Bowl run or one since you know they haven't won nothing since 1950 1958 you know let's see Detroit win something for a hot second though you know Detroit ended up winning 24-23. Super fucking close game, even though the Rams should have fucking won it. Oh well. But Detroit, they fell short with the 49ers. And, you know, that crushed their dreams, though. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the Rams, on the other hand, though, too, they're still one of those Super Bowl contenders. They could come out of nowhere. Yeah. Let's talk about, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Seahawks for a hot second, though. You You know, it's unfortunate Pete Carroll. Had to step down as head coach. They went nine and eight. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate that Pete Carroll had to, you know, step down as head coach and stuff, though, because, you know, for his 16-year tenure, him being well, he's like 68, 69. He's on the shit. You know, yeah, man. I mean, but Pete Carroll's in a good. He's he's definitely in good shape. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. and, it's just one of those things where, you know, I know for a fact, you know, age is probably, you know, age is, you know, starting to catch up to him, you know, but he still has, you know what I'm saying, that coaching energy that he wants to actually still be out, out there on the fucking field. Yeah, he just has that, he's, he literally still looks the same from when he used to coach at uh, USC. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, yep. he still has that same energy where he just, yeah, smacking his gum, getting into it with the players, just, just loving the game. Yeah. And you know, right before what was it? Right during training camp and stuff, though, man, he was he was even out there fucking throwing passes and stuff, though, man, slicing up the defense. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, even even you had Snoop Dogg. You know what I'm saying? You had OGs like Snoop Dogg, come, you know, coming at Pete Carroll's neck like, "Hey, man, why are you slicing your team up?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, then you know, then then remember when they were playing? Uh, I think they were playing Detroit and stuff, though, man. You know, Geno Smith's like, you know, they called intentional grounding and stuff, and they're like, hey. You know, he was like, hey, I didn't even, he was like, I didn't even do that. You know, so they was like, hey, I'm talking to America right here. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was like, hey, I'm talking to America. That was the funniest shit ever. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> we talking to America right now. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, hey, we, we, right, we right here, though. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just one of those things, you know, where, I don't know, man, like, 
just the, the whole NFC West was, you know, it was a pretty fun division, though. You know, then, you know, under, uh, you know, Brandon Staley. You know, uh, 4-13, man. It's just, I don't know, man. Like, we knew they were trying to find themselves. Robert Murray was out for, you know, since, you know, till week 11. You know what I'm saying? Coming back from that, you know, that nasty ACL, you know what I'm saying, uh, injury that he suffered last year. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, he came back. He was still looking like the Kyler Murray, you know. His first game back, he was okay. You know what I'm saying? He had to, you know, get back in the motion and stuff, though. But once he started cooking, oh, he started fucking cooking. Oh, yeah. He still, he was still running like a kid that stole something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, Kyler Murray was still doing Kyler Murray things, you know. But, yeah, for, you know, the Cardinals to fall 4-13 and 13 and stuff, though, man, and most of those games that they did lose, some of them were close. Then some of them, they were fucking blowouts. But the ones that they did win against the Eagles, right? Like 30, you know what I'm saying? Like you know that you know that was a good, that was a very impressive game though too. You know, it was just one of those things where the Cardinals definitely could come as a surprise team. You know what I'm saying? I see them being a surprise team of uh, rebuilding a good rebuilding team for next year if they get Kyler Murray some weapons and they also get uh you know get some uh get some new some defensive defense. yeah defensive coordinators if not some you know some good draft picks out of you know out of this year's draft no they need both because honestly the run game was solid james connor mm-hmm. when he's healthy yeah when he was healthy he was doing his thing he was popping off it was a couple like two game uh, like two touchdown games couple hundred yard games like he was you know he was doing his thing the run game wasn't looking too bad for the cardinals yeah you said it's just they need more weapons they just they just need more but yeah, they could be one of those teams that as soon as they get, you know, just a little bit, a couple little things, they could just pop off out of nowhere. Speaking of popping off out of nowhere, I was expecting Baker with the Bucks to pop off like he did. Big Baker the Bucks. Yeah, man. I know they, South, man. You only have the one year. I know, you know, everybody was having high hopes for the most part because what he did with the, uh, the Rams that one game last year was like, damn. That's Baker? Yeah, okay. Man, he be baking, man. Yeah, and then he, he came over to the fucking to the Bucks, you know, the Bradyless Bucks, and you know, Mike Evans, he still wanted his thousand yard, you know, year. Yep, he and still he, got it. And he got, he got it. yeah, you damn skippy he got he it. Still, he, he still got it. He still got it though. And so yeah. I mean them being nine and eight, I mean, it was That whole division, man. I mean no, they were on yeah, the whole division was pretty like they were they were meh, like especially towards the end of them. But like they were they were pretty solid. Like some of them like I'm just really surprised at the defense that the the Bucks have been able to sustain. Right. Like uh what's his name? Vita Veda? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A phenomenal yeah. D tackle that's just like, how you, you don't stop a you can't stop a fucking fridge. Right. Like you, <laughs> you, you just try to get in the way, but all you gotta do is redirect. And then another, like they, the linebacker core immaculate. They're fucking yeah. Antoine, uh, Antoine Winfield. Uh, yeah. Jr. Hey, you know that. You know that's another thing though. You know, speaking of uh, you know Antoine Winfield though, I'm a little I'm a little upset that he got you know snubbed in uh you know one of the Pro Bowls and stuff though. You know as a Pro Bowl selection because he you know he put up some good numbers and over Booter Baker. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Booter Baker this year didn't even do shit. No. You know what I'm saying? Like you know so it was just like. I kind of feel like I, that's why I just don't like the Pro Bowl for real, you know? Cause like it, that's just come on, man. Like I said, they play they play two hand touch anyway, so like yeah. it, it, honestly, like it, it ain't nothing special. It is what it is. But uh, you know, but yeah, man, like you know, um, who you know who who else we, you know who else we got though, you know, as far as uh, you know, 
on the Bucks. Yeah. Now, like, honestly, fucking Godwin was doing his thing too. Rasheed White, mm-hmm. he came in and was doing his fucking like the Bucks whole de- like defense and offense as a collective was looking real nice. I'm mad they got hold, but hey, hopefully Baker comes back next year. Hopefully the Bucks come back stronger. Right. Speaking of coming back stronger, I mean, I don't know if I can say that. They can't since they finished 9-8. I don't know. This, the Saints, you know, the Saints, honestly, though, man, like, you know, Derek Carr, uh, how can I say this, man? They they had their good games, but the I don't know. It was just like, you know, there was a couple times where, you know, Derek Carr really got on his receiver's nerves. Yeah. Wings, that's... that's... And there was a couple times, you know what I'm saying, Derek Carr kind of blew up on the fucking sidelines. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like one of those things where I don't know, man. Like, you know, we got to, you know, he has to find his, you know, his footing in uh, in New Orleans, even though he had a pretty decent year. You know what I'm saying? But it was one of those things where he has to, you know, get more of a good chemistry, though, because it was the Chris Olave show. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Chris Olave was, you know, he definitely, he definitely looked nice this year. You know, Alvin Kamara, you know what I'm saying? Even though he had that three-game suspension, when he came back, he was still doing some Alvin Kamara things, you know? And, you know, the defense with Cam Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Cam Jordan, he can only do but so much. And uh, Marshawn Lattimore, he made some fuck, he made some good plays, though. But Tyron Matthew made some plays as well on right. the Honey Badger. Like, he was looking semi like how he did with the, the Cardinals. And, like, so, like, he was... Like their defense was as you yeah like they they just they're old for the for the most part unfortunately and they don't have enough weapons. Mm-hmm. I don't, no, I, I know what you yeah yeah they the Saints are nice though like they can be right. That's if they're clicking right. And honestly, the crazy part is, I'm a, you remember what happened when Derek Carr got hurt? Who who plays when Derek Carr gets hurt? Belly Jamis Winston. Man, oh, man. I mean, Jameis was Jameis is fucking goofed up. <laughs> I remember he threw a touchdown that only Jameis could throw. It was like off of the deep, the defensive fucking corner's helmet or some shit, and bounced to the receivers like perfectly to the receiver. I'm like, man, what kind of cartoon ass? Oh, this is some Jameis Winston, man, bro. It's ridiculous. Man, I swear to God, man. Yeah, Jameis is a fucking goof, though, man, for real. Man. Hey, but I mean, still, I mean, still, though, he, he, he can still play, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, X, Y, Z and stuff, though. But, like, yeah, man, he, he, he's funny as fuck. Right. But, um, yeah, man, speaking of another team that's, uh, you know, a little funny as fuck, though, too, man. He's Falcons. <laughs> you know, I mean, Arthur Smith, with his tenure there, they were okay. Desmond Ritter, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he had, he went on a nice streak though, especially at home though, because he was he was still like undefeated. You know what I'm saying? Five or uh, six and oh. Yeah, when he was at home though, but like when he was away, they just kind of played like garbage. Yeah. You know, hats off. I would say hats off to Young Ho Koo because that man, bro. I was I swear to God, that Falcons kicker, he he has came. He has come and clutched so many fucking times. Mm-hmm. You know, Indeed, and, man. and it's just like one of those things where you know he it, he rarely does miss, and if he does miss, it's probably because of the wind or the bad snap. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, you know, Young Ho Koo has been a you know efficient kicker. Bijan Robinson, you know what I'm saying for his first year though too. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, he was putting up some fucking good ass numbers though. But he, I, I really feel as though he was under and overshadowed by the other running back core of, you know, Cordell Patterson, Tyler Algier, you know what I'm saying? He had to split that workload, you know what I'm saying, with, with them. Right. On top of still having to, you, you can't just run the ball the entire time either. So you have to, 
But he was nice in the past game too, though. Right. Yeah. So like, it was one of those. He's definitely a really good dual, dual duo back. Maybe not a trifecta back, but a great dual duo back. And so like, I don't know. Like, I know he's gonna stay with, be with the Falcons for a minute, but I mean, I also don't think they'll get rid of Algier or Patterson for a minute either. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. Fucking man. But yeah, man, it's just I don't know, man. Like the Falcons, it, it, it is really sad to see you know Kyle Pitts's career, you know what I'm saying, kind of slip. He had the a rocks. great rookie season. You know his man. rookie his rookie season, he's been great. But like you know now, it's just like you know his 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 season and his performances regressed so much. It's like you know I've you know we've barely seen him on the scoreboard. Right. You know well, what I'm saying? Like you know we we see him sometimes though, but like where the where the fuck was he at? Then, you know, like, B. John Robinson, he's been, like, pretty much quiet, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, from, what, week 14 all the way until, what, until the, you know, until the uh, final end of the season. And it's just like, yo, where, where are these good players at that, you know, that could really win you games? Because the Falcons, they lost, you know what I'm saying, they lost some close games because they didn't do what they needed to do. You know, I don't know, man. Like, you know, Atlanta, they definitely has been in a, you know, weird stretch, though. But hopefully, again, they can get it together. But, uh, you know, another team that really, really needs needs to get it together. <laughs> will be, yeah, will be the Carolina. <laughs> 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 the Houston Texans, though. And that was actually a close fucking game, though. You know, I mean, Bryce Young, for his rookie year, I, you know, I, I, it was average. It was the average rookie year, but he was put under bad coaching. You know, that's why Frank, you know, that's why Frank Wright ended up having, you know, had to end up getting fired. True. Like, yeah, he was definitely that. And like, he was honestly, I feel like he was under constant duress, whether it was from the defensive line, whether it was from, okay, my, my receiver over here should be open. Damn. Okay, he's not, he's not, he's not. And then Thielen would luckily still come in clutch. I know Thielen, we had another, what, a like, thousand yard season? Yeah. So like, and that, that was really the only thing that was really bailing him out. You know what I'm saying? Was Adam Thielen. You know? I mean, uh, it was, Hayden Hurst was okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, like, Miles Sanders, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he, he put up some pretty decent... He was okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know... And even uh fucking... You Hubbard. Know, yeah. Even Chubba Hubbard was pretty... You know, he was, he was actually solid, though, too. But, like, the Carolina defense, though, man, like, you know, they were... They were not good. I mean, they had good, they were good in certain aspects. Like, they had good pieces, but yeah, as a yeah. whole, like, they weren't, like, they weren't the best. But they were still, they were able to still hold certain teams down when it came to it. Yeah. It was just be the offense that couldn't either, you know, whether it was a fumble or whether it was because the run game couldn't get started or whether it was Bryce Young just so happened to, you know, make this decision instead of that, so now they got to punt it. It was, it was, it was a collectively, yeah, bad effort for the most part. But I feel like, yeah, they're still a learning team. Two and fifteen. Give them a couple of. Give them next year with some more pieces and and like a nice. This draft is coming. That's coming up. They could easily get some pieces. And as long as they get the coordinators for certain shit, they might be that that type of Lions team that we you know we, we just seen a couple of years ago where they were complete ass and it became huh that's pretty decent. And all of a sudden, you never know. But they got to get the pieces because I feel like Bryce Young has the. I feel like he has Loki has the talent to possibly be a good quarterback. It's like be a pretty yeah. good quarterback. Yeah. 
Like he he didn't seem bad. It just didn't seem like he was given the yeah, proper opportunity just, it, to fully shine. Exactly. And especially with the you know what I'm saying with the coaching though too. You know because like there was a point in Carolina had to clean house. You know right. what I'm saying they fired you know they fired their their coach, their offensive coordinator, the fucking quarterback coach. Mm-hmm. You know they 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 went they went through and started cleaning house. So hopefully this hopefully this next coming season though you know the the Carolina Panthers can really find some answers and get Bryce Young on the fucking right you know on the right path though because it, you know it's sad that they they went out of their way to draft it you know to to pretty much get the number one pick trade DJ Moore to the Bears you know so they can you know they can get two pretty much two picks and you get a quarterback and you're not utilizing them, you know what I'm saying, you're not utilizing them well, on top of you sitting on a veteran quarterback of Andy Dalton who you just put on a two-year deal. So, I don't know, the, the, the Panthers were really weird this year. Yeah. You know, because like, they were 0-6, you know what I'm saying, by, by week 5, you know, by week 5, week 6, they were 0-6, they did not win a game until they seen, you know, until they uh, faced the Texas, what was it, week 8, week 7? Didn't they give Miles Sanders a pretty decent contract? Yeah. Like, I thought they were weird for that as well. Like, he, he's not like a... I wouldn't consider him a premier running back. Yeah. Like, he, he's pretty he's pretty decent. He's pretty good. But, like, I wouldn't... For, like, for what he got paid, and for especially for what he performed with, and being a dual back as he was... And he's injury prone. Right. It was just... Yeah, it just wasn't looking good. So, it was just... Literally, ever since McCaffrey left, they've been looking for their their next star running back. But like, it's not him. It's, it's not. No, it's, it's really not. Right. And so yeah, the the Panthers, they really have. If I don't know what their picks are looking like, I gotta relook at it. But they they got an opportunity to do some shit within these upcoming years. Yeah. And so they need to start taking advantage uh, of of shit. Otherwise, they're gonna continue to be a uh, little unfortunate laughing stock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, we definitely. Uh, yeah, they definitely need to do something though. And you know what? Speaking of uh, you know, running backs, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, of I would say high caliber. Let's talk about you know what I'm saying. The fourth and twenty, uh, you know, offensive player of the year. You know, right now, you know what I'm saying? We you know we have uh Christian McCaffrey. You know what I'm saying? As uh you know, offensive player of the year, followed by Tyreek Hill. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? CD Lamb will be uh you know third runner up and everything though. I mean, all three of them have. All three of them had a uh, really a real phenomenal season, you know, just as we, uh, you know, just as we just covered. The trade, you know, what I'm saying, with Carolina and uh, you know San Francisco, it, I mean, it worked out in San Francisco's favor, you know, big time. But we'll see with Carolina and what they're going to do in the next season because this year, yeah, it was it was early on, just scratches, just all scratches year off though. <laughs> but, Let's uh, just forget this happened. Exactly. <laughs> But, uh, you know, looking at the, you know, defensive uh, player of the year and stuff, though, man. You know, so, uh, yeah, we got Miles Garrett, you know what I'm saying, number one. TJ Watt is number two. And Max Crosby, you know what I'm saying, is third runner-up and stuff, though. You know, I mean, honestly, well, for, for all three of those to be, you know, pretty much defensive player of the, players of the year. You know, I mean, honestly, that really does say something, though, because, like, Pittsburgh is nothing without, you know what I'm saying, TJ Watt on defense. No. You know, Max Crosby is, you know, they're I mean the Raiders are not nothing without Max Crosby on that, you know, on that defensive edge though either. So it's just like, you know, they those pass rushers this year, they have really put up some fucking they put up some uh, some numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, between sacks, you know, Miles had what, 13 and a half sacks, 14 and a half sacks, you know. Man. 
TJ, you know what I'm saying, had like 11. Nah, he had more than Oh, yeah, he had more. Say, yeah, because I know it was like, you know, the first he's couple. Still, he's still number one in the league. Yeah, yeah. He, no, he ended up, I think, with, uh, it was like, I think, the, I think I want to say 19, if not okay, 18 yeah. and a half. But yeah, because for some reason, everybody was on par to, like, possibly hit 20, even Miles was. And then there's a couple weeks where we just didn't get some sacks, which is unfortunate. But yeah. Yeah, no, they, this was, yeah, this year was really looking good for a lot of fucking, yeah, for the pass rushers. Yeah, man. But, uh, you know, speaking of, the, you know, pass rushers and everything, though, man, like, you know, we got to pass rush some more music and stuff, though, man. We got some more hits for y'all. So, uh, yeah, y'all definitely don't go nowhere, though, man, because we still got, you know, the biggest contract bus. We still got the MVP. And we also got the, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, our Super Bowl picks for, uh, you know, for, the you know, for Super Bowl 58. So, uh, yeah, y'all definitely don't go nowhere. Enjoy. Stay tuned. Peace.